I know Curtis, who gets great ratings, great ratings, noon to one, every weekday afternoon, great ratings over the weekend as well, and arguably does his best work sitting beside me every weekday morning. He's on every weekday because he's great. I know you've got some advice on this. I mean, I thought Danielle did the right thing, and she went after those guys and yelled at him, called the cops. So I, I have no idea who they are to this moment, where they live, what they were doing there, but we all know when the cops agreed they were not there to do good. You know that. Let me tell you something. I remember myself yeah, back in 1970. Take that uh, train to Beach 116th Street last stop, get on the boardwalk, keep walking in the direction of Breezy Point. Long walk. But eventually you run out of boardwalk, and I walked on the beach because I was trying to get to beach parties uh, in the summer at Breezy Point because guys that I went to school with at Brooklyn Prep said, come on, come on, come on to Breezy Point. All the girls from Stella Maritz are here. You'll have a great time. And once I got past Fort Tilted, all of a sudden, whoa, 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 the cops from Breezy Point would stop me, search me, almost pull down my BVDs. What the hell are you doing here? You ain't from here. And by the way, are you Irish? No. Get the hell out of here. And I have to walk all the way back to Beach 116. What year was this? It's about 70. Wow. Back then, you had to have you had to have a pass in order to get into Breezy Point. Well, you still have to have Restricted. that. Restricted. Ah, yeah, yeah, but it's not like it used to be. Well, I know when I go visit Mike Sullivan, for example, he gives me like a coin. But I have to put inside uh, like a like a, a hand operator just to get into his little complex. Yeah, it's like an old slot machine. Well, yeah. you know they imported one. Of but you're right. Now I would ask Danielle since she was there. Lucky she didn't invite you to come along with her. You know, a modern day Jack Bauer, right? Twenty four, except your Sid Massad Rosenberg, eighteen. <laughs> you probably would have been jacking these guys up. Well, I, I actually said, I go, why didn't you wake me up? I would have gone, and I think they both knew Danielle and Gabe that um, it would have gotten bad. No, no, would because I would have jumped out of the car and punched him across the face. Well, I, I can't trust well, myself. First off, I would have said to Danielle, "Did the cops search the backpack? Did they? They search didn't the cops? because they're not allowed oh, to." Oh yes, they are. Come on. No, I'm, on, I'm, I'm asking you an honest question. You're out there in the middle of nowhere. You're a cop. Be right. a cop. You see somebody who's suspicious like that. White backpacks, ski masks on Beach 142nd Street. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, the kids are saying, oh, we came from Beach 116th Street. In fact, we had a cup of coffee at the last stop diner before we came here. They didn't even say that. They admitted they were not from the neighborhood, and they hopped on a Look, bus to Brooklyn two minutes right. later. I'm a cop. I'm searching them. Backpack, and I'm I'm stripping them down of their PVT. This Stop is uh, this these are your guys. This is the hundredth precinct. Ah, uh, look, look. Yeah, you know this city is gone. They won't let cops be cops. Cops now are like Superman. Whenever there was kryptonite, they're so told. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. And it's true. And your guy was there, Beach 116th Street, Eric Adams. <laughs> Did he meet with you at the last stop diner and his very dear friend, Eric Ulrich, who lives right there, Beach 116th Street, huh? No, we didn't, know, Of course. But no. the point is, they won't let cops be cops anymore. These two guys went back to the hood and said, we got it like that. They had us jacked up. We walked away. They couldn't touch us. I mean, think about that. You have a, uh, a concerned citizen. And I know she's a woman and she's hot. I get all that, but she's tough. You know that. So you have a concerned citizen talking tough. You get the cops show up and talk to you. 
and there were no repercussions. They just hopped on the bus, like you said, went back to wherever they were coming from, and and probably plotted more uh, bad stuff. Bus away from where Abe Beam used to live, the Jewish mayor. Naponzi. He lived in Naponzi. Right there. He was the worst mayor ever, right? Uh, no. Who, who's worse? Well, actually, de Blasio and Eric Adams are working on that right now. <laughs> They're working on that. But, Sid, every Jew at 22, what do I keep telling you? Yeah. JDL, every Jew at 22. You want every Jew to carry a gun. Or at least have the option. Have the option. Because look at it. I mean, is it now, they didn't know your son was Jewish. Uh, we don't know what their motivations were, but forget that. Had backpacks and ski masks on. Right. Elementary 101. I agree. They're there to house houses. They're going to do break-ins, home invasions. Up against the wall, I pull down your BVDs. I search your three-piece set. I pull the chain. Everything in the backpack gets laid out on the ground. You're sucking concrete. Oh, okay, we didn't find anything. You come back here again? I'll bash your face in. Well... You just leave it in the air like they just don't care. They will go back to the hood and they will say, man, you do not want to go out there into White Londia. Because I'm telling you, man, they checked me for belly button. <laughs> you know, they're going to go back to the hood now and say, ain't God got it like that. Man, I, those cops, man, they didn't even frisk us. They didn't even check the backpack. How do you know they didn't have tools to do break-ins in the backpack? I, I I think they probably did, if not a gun, too. I don't know. So let me talk to these two cops. Find out who they are, and I'll <laughs> sit them down. I'll say, are you for real? You let them walk away without checking their backpack, yeah. without giving them a pack. I was pissed about that, too, but I was under the impression that it's not legally allowed oh, to do it. of course it's legally allowed, but they're afraid of the ramifications. Oh, now, what prompted you to search them? Because they had... Olive complexions. Yes. They had swarthy Middle Eastern complexions. Were you profiling that? <laughs> oh, there goes my pension. Oh, my God. I'll be walking a beat out there at 3 o'clock in the morning. In fact, that's the way it is now, unfortunately. Years ago, the cops would have said, up against the wall, what the hell are you doing here? Where are you from? Where's your ID? Did they ask for ID? I don't even know. Of course they I don't they know. Of course they I, I, I'm going to say probably not, yeah. No, listen, Curtis, you're right, and... um. Boy, the more you talk, A, the more I want to have sex with you, that's gay, but that's fine. And uh, B, you should probably be police commissioner. Yeah, I like Eddie Caban, right. but you're oh, the come man. On. Eddie Caban was out there in that Somo thing in Puerto Rico. <laughs> what the hell is he? He <laughs> loves hanging out in guitar, Puerto Rico. Hey, Eddie, do your job. But this brings up the contrast of what you talked about. Here is Gnome Laden saying, oh, and see the Grove, the family got together with Tommy DeVito, the Giants third string quarterback whose mommy... This mama Luke cook, kick some, <laughs> cook some chicken cutlets, yeah, and like she that. makes his bed. Yeah, she makes she makes the bed. That's this right. Guy, she also does his laundry. Oh my God! <laughs> he sounds like Frank Morano, the mama Luke. And yet, you mentioned to me you had me in flashback mode when you did the history of goalies for the Rangers. Oh, first. Well, let me say why I did that. It's because later on tonight. The man that's got a lot more wins, almost 150 more than second place Mike Richter, 40 more shutouts than Mike Richter, but one less Stanley Cup. 
the king himself, Henrik Lundqvist, will be will be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame later on tonight. How many stitches did he have? Huh? How many stitches? I mean, let me let me go back. Four hundred fifty nine wins, though. That's a lot of wins. Gump Worsley, right? You mentioned Gump Worsley. Yes, he's got two hundred four. He's fourth on the list. Yeah, I think he had four hundred fifty nine stitches in his face. He refused to wear a mask. Yes, and he was with the Rangers when they were down with Baseman Bertha. And I'm telling you, they would say to him, you got a beer belly. He'd say, oh, no, I drink only Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> this guy was great. He refused to wear a mask. And as tough as he was, he had a fear of flight like John Madden. He wouldn't take airplanes. So we would have to catch up with the team. Thank God it was only six teams at the time when right, I loved the right, NFL. Right. Yeah, the Boston Bruins, you had the Rangers. Montreal. Montreal, uh, and then you had Toronto, and, of course, Chicago Blackhawks and Detroit, Detroit. Red Wings. Yeah. Thinking of tough, right? Gordy <laughs> Howe, who was not a goalie, 300 stitches, 14 broken noses. They were men's men back then. Now you got Tommy DeVito. Hey, Mommy, I didn't like the way you made my chicken cutlets. Uh, you got to make my bed, Mommy. Did you starch my Oh, uh, You're right about that. I actually miss uh, those days. I remember not that long ago, the Rangers had guys that really couldn't skate, that can barely play, guys like uh, Joey Koser, Nicky Fatiu. You know, even back, Barry, to a certain extent, they just go out there oh, and beat people up. But then, Shoot the puck, up, Barry. Look up in the rafters of Madison Square Garden <laughs> when we were with uh, Joe Tapioca Head or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> he used to beat up Islander fans up there all the time. And the Boiler Man, the Boiler Man, right, with the seats and tickets. Pete there. Morgan, the great right. Pete Morgan, yes. Look up yes. in the rafters, you see the first number retired, Roger O'Bear, number seven. Second yes. number Number one, Ed Jockerman. He's actually uh, third on the all-time win list, Jockerman. Oh, let me tell you about Jockerman. at 459, Richter at 301, and Eddie Jockerman at 266.